common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. With us today is Ambassador John Bolton. If anybody knows, John Bolton knows. John, what's going on? Is Putin running out of money? Did he forget to make a wire transfer? Hi, John. I don't I don't think really anybody knows what's going on in, in Russia, including Putin. There's certainly much we don't know over here, even after the weekend. Uh, there were speeches, uh, statements by Prigozhin during the day to day. And Putin made a late night, a brief late night address of, of, in Moscow. Uh, I mean, my my sense is this whole thing really looks more like comic opera than a serious coup. Uh, what Prigozhin said today was that uh, he, he didn't want to overthrow the government over the weekend. He just didn't want Wagner Group, his private army, uh, uh, melded into the Ministry of Defense, which is a position he's had for a long time. He didn't uh, mean any, any harm to people. He didn't want to fight. Uh, what Putin said was, uh, this evening, traitors will be punished, and the Wagner Group uh, is either going to move to Belarus or its members can <clears throat> go home or enlist in the regular he military. Bet he, oh, well, he better not go above the second floor in any building he's in. Uh, 100%, yeah, 100% for, for Prigozhin, no doubt about it. Now, the, what I heard, I mean, Congressman King, what I heard is you know, the price of oil is down to $68, Putin is selling it to the Chinese, Pakistanis, Indians for a 30% discount, down to $50. And, uh, you know, he was using that $100 oil to pay the uh, Wagner Army. So I understand that the billion-dollar payment was made, and then all of a sudden the it stopped. Well, hard hard to say. You know, they they Putin ordered a raid on the Wagner Group headquarters in Saint Petersburg, and and remember, Prigozhin and and Putin both from Saint Petersburg. They go back to the days right after the collapse of the Soviet Union. Uh, but they raided the headquarters and carried away, among other things, a large number of cardboard boxes with different kinds of uh, currency in it, amounting. Uh, when you convert it all into dollars, something something between fifteen and twenty million dollars, which you know is the way your normal uh, criminal operation works with money in cardboard boxes. So that was a pretty pretty uh, big hit out of the headquarters fund, uh, and and I think that uh, Putin really had other things in mind. You know, Wagner finances itself in part by minerals out of Africa. Uh, it's a wide ranging enterprise, but it's not as big as people think. You know, British intelligence has estimated, according to the Daily Telegraph in London today, that Prigozhin didn't have 25,000 men in Ukraine. He's got maybe 8,000. That's British intelligence estimate. So that's why I say I think this whole thing uh, may have been overstated for reasons that I I think, frankly, we cannot uh, cannot understand at this point. John, John, this is Pete King. First of all, it's always great talking with you. is it possible with Peshogun, for instance, that he did take that one city so easily that he thought there would be defections once he was on the road heading toward Moscow and it didn't happen and well, that's why he made the quick deal? Well, I do think uh, that he must have, unless he's completely irrational, he must have thought that there would be defections. Uh, as far as I know, I haven't seen that reported any defections. Uh, but I also think... Uh, uh, in considering the first city that he established himself in, Rostov-on-Don, 
you know, his, his troops were not suspected of anything because they were friendly forces. They'd been in that city along with regular military for some time. I bet Prigozhin had been in that regional military headquarters with senior uh, Russian military officials all the time. So it wasn't like he stormed the city and carried it swiftly. I don't think any bullets were fired at all. So, you know, you know, I was going to ask you, uh, Ambassador Bolton, this is Rita Cosby. I want to ask you, what does this mean for America? What does this mean for us? Um, because Biden came out a little bit ago and basically said that um, that NATO had nothing to do with it. We were just watching this. He's trying to distance himself, even though now we're hearing Hunter might have been in the room. Oh, my goodness. But what are your thoughts of what this means for America now in the war in Ukraine? That's what everyone's asking today. Well, I think the the big question is whether uh, after this disturbance over the weekend, uh, the Russian uh, troop morale has uh, decreased, whether their attention has been diverted, whether their organizational structures are now messed up with the Wagner uh, forces leaving. And I mean, it it could be uh, that they've got some real logistical difficulties there. On the other hand, uh, if I were Putin, I would use this as an opportunity to to bolster my own weakened position, but also to boost morale by saying, look, the, the uh, uh, what Prigozhin did was treason because uh, we're, we're at war with NATO and Ukraine, and he undercut our boys in the trenches out there. Now let's all get behind him. Uh, I think uh, if I were on the Ukrainian side, I would certainly be trying to take advantage of this, but it's, it's, uh, it's probably too early to tell. We don't see any signs of it yet. Uh, but but maybe some are underway. Do, Ambassador, it's Richard Weinberg. Do you think, sir, there's a problem in terms of uh, continuation of Putin's leadership of, of Russia because of this? Are there cracks coming? Well, I, I thought, uh, and I guess I still believe, that certainly this whole thing represents a weakening of his authority. But I wouldn't underestimate Putin. Uh, uh, Prigozhin doesn't represent anybody but Prigozhin. He's, he's a thug. He's, in effect, he's a mafiosa. Uh, which Putin is in part too, so they understand each other very well. Uh, and it's a it, the Wagner Group is a real anomaly in Russia. There's really nobody else who even would have thought of this. Uh, so I don't I don't see uh, I, I see a further weakening of Putin's position. I think that's true, but uh, I don't I don't see this leading to the fall of his regime any sooner than it might otherwise have fallen. I, I agree with you. And uh, between me and you, Ambassador, I trust Putin more so than anybody else we might get that might be worse. Yeah, it's like uh, the no, devil yeah, you, know. <laughs> you know. Yeah, trust me, there are people who are worse. I know some of them. And, uh, and, and we would look back at Putin as the good old days. And I do think, uh, to say a kind word for Joe Biden, in this circumstance, we, we still know so little that sometimes it's better just to keep your mouth shut uh, and, until you have more reason to know what what your what comments would have an effect on the situation. And I think the situation is still evolving. I do think uh, that that uh, the Prigozhin himself remains in jeopardy. I think the other Wagner fighters uh, could be integrated into the military. Prigozhin says they don't want it. Maybe that's right. Maybe there'll be soldiers for hire somewhere else. Well, thank you so much, and uh, we'll catch up with you again real soon, John. Okay, John. Thanks a lot. 
This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 